Blog Talk Radio. Praise you.
their Lord and Savior, their God and their King. Lord, we just thank you and praise you for this night. We give you all the glory and praise in the name of Jesus. For your name is holy, Lord. For your name is holy.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And brothers and sisters, know that Jesus is a shield unto us. Song 3, the warrior song, as we've been called soldiers of the cross, and that we would be warriors and understand that Jesus is the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proclaim this. Tell the devil this and all his demons in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory and the lifter 
praise the name of the Lord, brothers and sisters. Praise God. As we enter this night, and there will be revelation shared this morning when I was going to work, as I usually do, I pray, and I pray the word of God. I was praying Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. As I was saying that scripture, the Lord says, can you save yourself? I said, no, Lord. Can you strengthen yourself? I said, no, Lord. Can you wash away your sins yourself? I said, no, Lord. It is only by you. It is only by Christ that we can do anything, brothers and sisters. Through Jesus, we are saved. Through Jesus, our sins are washed away. Through Jesus, there's love. Through Jesus, there's hope. Through Jesus, there's peace. Get a hold of this, this revelation, only through Christ. And by believing what he has done in faith, it is great that you're saved, not of yourself and not of the work that you think you can do to be saved. It is through Christ Jesus and is entrusting and believing in him only. That's the only answer. And the Lord was showing me that this morning. In Christ, we can do all things. In Christ. Amen. All right. Praise God. Tonight's message, brothers and sisters, serving and honoring our Lord. Shalom, brothers and sisters. Grace and mercy to you from God the Father. Jesus Christ, our Lord and uh, Savior and Lord. Be renewed and refreshed by the mighty Holy Spirit tonight. I bring this message to you as learning and facing this for myself this weekend. We have to be available and serve the Lord. Doesn't matter if anyone else does. We each, one of us, have to serve him and honor him because he is the one we will face and answer to. When we come to his judgment seat, we have been called and are we listening? Are we doing what he has asked us to do each day and night? This was brought to me, and I had to repent and say, yes, Lord. We will do what you have told us. If we are the only one, we will do it. So then the Lord came to me Sunday morning, and he has a message for you and me, brothers and sisters. All he's created ones listening. And again, I am just a vessel, a servant of the Lord Jesus. He speaks, I type. This is from his heart to all of you who truly lo he truly loves. Listen, take heed to his words. Amen. Lord, I pray that you lead me with your spirit as we bring forth your mighty revelation and word from your heart. The Lord said, many are called, but few are chosen. The ones chosen are the ones who hear me call their name. For these urgent times, for these dark days, I, your Lord and King, have called you to serve me, to serve my church, my body, walk my path, and follow me. This time is so short, my children. My heart breaks and rejoices at the same time. My heart aches for my children, the ones I created, who choose this lost, dying world and the world system that's infected by Satan and his servants and the fallen angels of hell. They choose themselves and what they can get out of this life instead of listening to me, their God and creator. They choose this selfish, wicked, sin. 
displays warnings in the world by the weather increasing and being very intense and destructive. The earthquakes and volcanoes increasing daily. Signs in the sky in the upper heaven. Signs in the moon and the sun and stars. Signs in the clouds even. Open your eyes, children. Open your ears, your heart. I am speaking to many of you by my word, by my servant, speaking to you by dreams and visions. I am doing all this because I love you very much and do not want any to perish, but they are. They choose the things of this world, the evil, filthy things. And when sin has run its course, then death into hell you will go. If you keep choosing your own free will to serve yourself and the wicked one, Satan. Oh, you say, I don't worship the devil, but you do. If you have a prideful heart that thinks that you know best, you are just like your father, the devil. If you lie and cheat, you are like your father, the devil. If you lust and carouse, you are like your father, the devil. If you deny me and reject me from your life by your actions and thoughts, you are like your father, the devil. You hear the truth here tonight as my servants Buddy and Brenda share the truth and do not make a decision one way or another, then you are riding on a fence. This is a time for salvation. This is no time for fence riding. Who owns the fence? I will tell you clearly, the devil, Satan himself, he wants you on that fence. He wants you lost and condemned, so you will go with him into eternal hell and damnation. Listen, all my created ones, my children, I am the gate. I am the door. Come to me this night. You can come through this fence. I have made a way that was impossible for mortal man and simple man. I have made it possible. I have completed the work for salvation. I have overcome the world. I have defeated Satan, your warden and taskmaster. You have been given a pardon from your senate. You have been set free through me, your Savior and Lord. I took all your sin in the judgment for that sin at the cross. Did, did all my father ask of me? Because he and I love you very much, and we did not want any to perish in faith what the devil and the fallen angels will face for the rebellion against me and my father. I made a way. I have set a path for freedom from prison and bondage of the devil. When you live in sin, you are slaves of sin and the devil. Read my word and know the truth. See the living story about redemption of my children in my word. See the story and history of the world, past, present, and future. I know all things. I reveal all things in my time and way. I have warned you another way too. By my word, by my prophet, open your eyes and ears to my word. Use your mind that I gave you to read, study, meditate on my word daily. Be not deceived by any man. Be not distracted from hearing me seeing me, and serving me. There is no time to wait. Choose who you will serve tonight. Will you choose me, who, you will, who will save you, change you, make you a new creation, born again from above, 
You have to receive me, your loving Savior and Lord. You have to realize you have been lied to from this world and the deceiver, Satan. You have to realize that your sinful state is not accepted by God Almighty. You need to repent. Ask me to forgive you for your sin and ask me to save you and give you eternal life. I stand at the door, each of your hearts who are searching, lost, fearful, unloved, beaten and broken down from the world and Satan. I stand at the door of your heart knocking. Hear my knock. Open the door. Let me in. You have to make the choice with your own free will. All have to, each one of you, take my nail-scarred hands and come home where you belong. This is not your home. This world will be judged and destroyed by fire, just as my word says. My word is truth, and it will be fulfilled. Come to me, all weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. The first rest is salvation, is being saved from sin, death, and hell. When you make that decision, you can join my children, my church, my bride, these at my hour, which is truly three hours, to stand for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are here, we come here to be with my sons and daughters, to minister to them, to heal them, to renew and refresh them, to let them have a place to rest, a refuge in this dark, evil world that you live in now, to serve me, to serve one another. This path that I walk, each of you, my children, you have to walk too. You have to grow and mature just as I did. You have to minister and serve and share the good news just as I did. You have to deny yourself, the old self. This person is crucified and dead, has no power over you. Come to me, my children, as you face trials and temptation. I will give you strength to stand. I know what you face. I was tempted in all things that you face. I did not falter or sin. My life was not a failure, as a false prophet has said. This is a lie. My life was a victory. My life was given for the sins and failures of each of you. I was victorious over sin, death, and hell. My life in blood was poured out for each of you. Woe unto the one who say, says my life was a failure. Woe unto all those who would listen to this lie and blaspheme. Come to me. Come out of this Babylonian whore, this false church, one world made up of so many man-made religions and doctrines of demons. Come to me. To me, the only way to the Father. There is no other way. Only me, my children. I made this so simple to understand and believe. The only path you can take to everlasting life is through me. When you reject me, in my finished work of the Holy Spirit for redemption and the true eternal life, this is the unpardonable sin. This is not a place you want to be when you come before me as king and judge. So I have poured out my aching heart for the ones who have wrath of my Father upon them because they are in a place of not loving me and serving me even as we love them now. Two choices, only two as the door is getting ready to close, choose me and choose life or choose Satan and choose death and damnation. Now to my true church, the living body of Christ of, on, 
on this world. Hold fast, my children. Stay strong in me. Keep watching and praying. This is no time to get lazy. This is the time to arise. Serve your Lord well. Be available for such a time as this. You, my chosen one, you have been born to serve me in these last days, to warn the people of the coming judgment and tribulation, to tell them you need to get right with me, their Savior and Lord, to be a watchman and prayer warrior, to love one another as I have loved you. Do not faint, my children. Finish the race strong. I will help you. I have given you my spirit to anoint you to do what I've asked you to do these days. Be steadfast, not compromising with this world. Do not doubt or have unbelief. Do not let fear paralyze you. You have been given power, love, and a sound mind. You can stand. I make it possible. Trust me, your author and finisher of your faith. Rejoice. Be glad for the marriage supper of the Lamb has come. Your homecoming is here. Look out, my children, my glorious bride. I know your heart. I know who truly loves me. These are the ones I'm coming for. You will be transformed in a twinkling of eyes, and you will be forever with me and my Father in my glorious kingdom of heaven. Peace be unto you, your coming King Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to his wonderful name. Glory to his wonderful name. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your revelation and truth. Oh, I'm so just humble and broken before you as the power of your words and what you're sharing from your heart. Oh, Lord, I pray people will take heed to you as you speak in these days. All out there, this is not my words. These are the words of the Savior of the world, the coming judge and king of all things. This is his words. This is from his heart. He loves and cares for all of you. Listen tonight. Make the right choice wherever you are in your life, lost and simple or saved and redeemed. Only two places you can be. You heard the Lord Jesus. No fence riding. You need to come to the one who is the, is the gate, the door to eternal life. To us who know the Lord Jesus as personal Savior, Lord, his word is clear. Love him. Serve him. Love one another and serve each other to share the good news, the gospel, that Jesus is coming and judgment and tribulation is coming too. Amen. For such a time as this, we have been born our life to serve and honor him. Such an urgent time to stay strong and watchful, to pray, repent daily, guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen. You seek the Lord. You confirm this word and revelation from him that it is truly his word. The scripture references for this word, John 10, verses 7 through 9. John 10, verses 7 through 9. So Jesus again said, and so Jesus again said, excuse me, so Jesus said again, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I am the door for the sheep leading to life. All who come before me, as false messiahs and self-appointed leaders are thieves and robbers. But the true sheep, but the true sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Anyone who enters through me will be saved and will live forever and will go in and out freely and find pasture spiritual security. 
The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. The next scripture reference is Mark 3, verses 28 and 29. Excuse me. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, all sins will be forgiven, the sons of men, and all the abusive and blasphemous things they say. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit and his power by attributing the miracles done by me to Satan never has forgiveness, but is guilty of everlasting sin. A sin which is unforgivable is this pre in this present age as well as the age to come. Be very careful, but you speak. Joshua 24. Joshua 24 verses, yes. Joshua 24 verses 10 and 15. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in security and in truth. Remove the gods which your father served on the other side of Euphrates River in Egypt. And you know, brothers and sisters, Egypt is the picture of the world. And bondage, too. And serve the Lord. If it, is un, in, uh, if it is unacceptable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But as for me... In my house, we will serve the Lord. I pray you choose wisely. This is where each of you are at, saved or unsaved. The most important decision is for your eternal soul, and that is salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. For us who are saved and love the Lord, we are to love, honor, and serve him now. Seek the Lord for guidance. No in the Lord's army. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, let, so let's look at uh, what the word says about serving and honoring him. Amen. Go to Exodus. Exodus uh, chapter 3, verse 12. Now, you can do this in either Geneva or because so this is a large This is King James. And he said, certainly I will be with thee and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. Exodus 23, verse 25. <clears throat> and you shall serve the Lord your God. Do what? Oh, thank you. Excuse me, brother, sisters. Yes, it's, uh, amen. Uh, it's a humbling night, brother, sisters. Anytime I get a revelation, it is, um, I'm just awestruck. Exodus 23:25. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take thy sickness away from the midst of thee. Here are the promises of God. This is his word. Believe in that. Amen. Hallelujah. He didn't say doctors. 
He didn't say hospitals. He didn't say prescription drugs. Who does he say? He says, I will. The Lord God will. The God that healeth thee. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 5, 9. Thou shalt not down, thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. It's serious business to be against the Lord. It just don't affect you. It affects your family. It affects your children. It's time to get right with God. I'm telling you, for sure. Deuteronomy 5.32. You shall exert to do there or to the left. As I started this message, I have been shown by the Holy Spirit some other parts of this word serve. Amen? The first word is observe. Listen to this. To see, watch. What did Jesus tell us in these last days? Watch and pray. So part of serving is observing is to see, watch, perceive, or notice, to regard with attention, especially so as you to see and learn something. So part of serving is what the Lord did command us to do in this last time. Watch and perceive. And as we do, we are to fast and pray too. Amen. Okay, let's go to Deuteronomy 6, verse 3. He therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hallelujah. God, a God of promises and truth. Deuteronomy 6, 24. And the Lord God commanded to do all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is as this day. Here is another word from serve. Preserve. And here is the definition of preserve. To keep alive or in existence. Make lasting. To keep safe from harm or injury. Protect or spare. This is why you need to love and serve the Lord Jesus for such a time as this. Amen? Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. Deuteronomy 6.25 And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. Hallelujah. Amen. Deuteronomy 10, 12. And now, Israel, what doth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God by heart and with all thine soul. Deuteronomy 11, 13. And it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God and to serve 
him with all your heart and with all your soul. Oh, it's so important that you do this with your whole heart and not half-heartedly. Joshua 24, 15. We read it as one of the references to the word, but we'll read it again. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you today who you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood. Oh, look at that. That's flood now. Or of the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Listen to Nehemiah. Listen to Nehemiah while he praises and said, I beseech you, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Nehemiah understood who God was, and he showed him reverence and respect. Amen. Song 2, Song 2, 11. Serve the Lord with fear. Rejoice with trembling. Amen. Woo. Amen. Song 25, 21. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me. For I wait on thee. Be patient. Amen. Brothers and sisters, that's a word you don't hear much anymore. Integrity. It's knowing that your word is truthful. That you are to be trusted. And that you're not lying or deceiving. That is a good word. Integrity. Amen. You don't hear that much anymore. Song 32, 7. Thou art, a hiding, thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt pass me about with songs of deliverance. Hallelujah. Amen. Song 37, verse 28. Which one you have, baby? Okay, good. Not his saints. They are preserved forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Diane. Bless you. Yeah, sit down and join us. It's fine. Everybody say hi to our neighbor, uh, Sis Diane, from downstairs. That She's come to join us to uh, listen to the Lord's there. Amen. Hallelujah. Song uh, 61.7. He shall abide before God forever. Oh, prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. Song 100, verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Song 107, verse 43. You got it? I know they're short, so yeah, I need to, I know to slow down. I'm sorry. Everybody's saying hi to you. Peace to you. 107, verse 43. Who is wise? Who is wise? It's the question the psalmist is saying. Who is wise? Let him observe and heed these things. What are these things? It's his word. God's word. And thoughtly consider the loving kindness of the Lord. Amen. Songs 145, verse 20. 
them that love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. Destroy. Clear contrast. Amen. You got it? Sorry. I'll try to slow down. Isaiah, Isaiah 12. <laughs> Isaiah uh, verse 12. I'm sorry, Isaiah 60 verse 12. See, you have me going too slow. I couldn't get it all in there. All right. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, the nation shall utterly be utterly wasted. God have mercy. That's right. Daniel 3.17 If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. Hallelujah. Amen. That's about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were thrown in the fiery furnace because they wouldn't bow down to the idol of, uh, of Babylon. 317. And this stay there for the next one's right after. And then verse 318, listen to their response even more. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship thy golden image, what thou hast set up. Amen. Glory to God. When you serve him, he will deliver you out of danger and trouble. Amen. Amen. Daniel seven fourteen, And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people and nations and language shall serve him. His dominion is everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, now let's go to the New Testament. Matthew 4, 10. Matthew 4, 10. Then saith Jesus unto them, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thy serve. Jesus tells Satan that we are to serve in the true living God only. Amen? That's true. Matthew 28, verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I you and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Pay attention to the Lord Jesus, serve Him and obey His commandments. Look at this great example about serving. This woman Anna, in the uh, uh, this woman Anna was around the time when Jesus was born, baby. I found this was very powerful. What she says, and I, I don't have the river. I think it's I think it's Matthew. I didn't write down the rabbi. I think it's Matthew, but I don't know what chapter. It should be at the start of it. It could be Luke. God, forgive me. I think it could be Luke. Um, but anyway, it says, and there was a prophetess. Uh, look, uh, help me look it up, brothers and sisters. It's about Anna the prophetess. And there was a prophetess, one Anna, the daughter of Philonel, of the tribe of Asher, yeah, Luke 2, 36, 37. Thank you, baby. Which was a great of a great age. After she had lived with a, a husband seven years from her uh, uh, virginity, 
and out of the temple, and not out of the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. Amen. A powerful witness about serving the Lord. That she served the she served the Lord. She would not come out of the temple after she she was a widower and she was old, that she served the Lord night and day in the temple. And back in those days that had to be she had to be a pretty powerful woman of God because that was not, you know, very well <laughs> received in that kind of culture. Yes, even in this culture. You're right, Diane. Luke sixteen thirteen. No servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon or, in this day and time, money. You can only serve one master, not two. Amen? Luke seventeen thirty three. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Amen? Wisdom from the Lord. And it's talking about your own personal life and you've given your life to him. John 12, 26. If any man serve me, this is what the Lord is saying, if you're going to serve him, let him follow me. Where I am, there also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will I, uh, will my father honor. Romans 1 9. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of the Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my blaming in a uh, in spirit we serve. Romans 6 6. Knowing this, that our, our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Amen, brothers and sisters. Do not serve sin. Galatians 5.13. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. Amen. To serve one uh, serve one another. Just like... Uh, just like uh, Jesus served his disciples when he washed their feet. Hallelujah. Galatians 3.24. Knowing that of your Lord you shall receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Receive reward and inheritance for serving the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thessalonians 1.9. For they themselves show of us what manner of entering in we had unto you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living true God. Amen. Glory to God. First Thessalonians five twenty three. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. Hallelujah. And pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body. Be preserved, blameless, unto the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So powerful, the promises of God. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. That's first, that's second, I'm sorry, 
I got excited. First, I had Second Timothy four eighteen. Let me Second Timothy, uh, chapter four, verse eighteen, baby. I'm very sorry. I, I always give the references. I was too excited because it's powerful. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews 12. You you left the thing up on that on that one there. It'll, it'll, oh, okay. You'll get it. Okay. Hebrews 12, 28. Wherefore, we receive in the kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, respect, reverence. Amen? Serve the true living God. Revelations, chapter 7, verse 15. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple, and he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. Hallelujah. Revelation 7, verse 15. Uh-huh. 7, 15. Revelations 22, 3. And there shall be the son of God, and the Lamb shall be in it, and serve his servants. Uh, I mean, and his servants shall serve him. Amen. So we know we are to serve the Lord thy God daily. Be watching and praying. We all who all who can serve the Lord that way for for sure. Amen. He commanded us to for such a time as this. Now let's look at the word honor. Amen. Now let's look at the word honor. Amen. The meaning of honor. High respect. As for worth, merit, or rank. Well, guess here's guess what word comes up again, babe? Integrity in one's beliefs and actions. We are to be a man and woman of honor. Amen. Now listen to this. I was really surprised at this. Honor was not really mentioned much in the Bible by this word, but other words that mean this respect is. Here is the contrast between two men who had respect and honor the Lord, and the other did not. Genesis 4. Genesis 4, 4. And Abel, he also brought forth the firstlings of his flock and the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. Genesis 4, 5. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very wrought, and his countenance fell. First Kings eight twenty eight. First Kings chapter eight verse twenty eight. Yet have thou respect unto the prayer of thy saint and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and to the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee to today. The Lord has respect for our prayers. So powerful. Amen. Psalms 119.6. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. 
let you catch up. 119.6. And we'll stay in this chapter for about uh, uh, two more verses. Okay, Psalms 119.15. I will meditate in thy precepts, and I will respect unto thy ways. So thy commandments, we're to respect his commandments. We are to respect his ways. Amen. In Psalms 119, 117. Hold thou me up, and I shall be safe. And I have respect unto thy statutes continually. Amen. Hallelujah. So his commandments, his statutes, and his, I mean, uh, his commandments, his ways, and his statutes. Continually. The next word, uh, the next word is is fear of the Lord. Amen. Let's look. The next word is fear for the Lord. Amen. Songs thirty four nine. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his servants, for there is no want to them that fear him. You hear that? Listen to the promise of God. If you have respect and you honor God and serve him, oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. God will supply your needs according to the glorious riches of Christ Jesus. Song 22:23. Song 22:23. Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him. All you seed of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Luke 12, verse 5. But I will forewarn you whom you shall fear. Fear him, which after he has killed, has power to pass into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Deuteronomy. 10:12. And now, Israel, what does the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul? Hallelujah. All oh, your presence, Lord. The power of your word in your presence. Psalms 19:9. Listen to this. The fear of the Lord is clean, during forever. Amen. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Hallelujah. Joshua 4, 24. That all people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. Hallelujah. Psalms 118, verse 4. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. Amen. Hallelujah. The ones that fear God, his mercy endureth forever. His mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Praise his name. 115, verse 11. Ye that fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield, praise God. Hallelujah. That's a shield, brothers.
Extinguish, thank you, not distinguish, but extinguish. <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah, they, they're put out. Yeah, they're put out, as we, we say. Put out that fire. That's what we say down here in Texas. Extinguish, like a fire extinguisher. Amen. Hallelujah. Great shield. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thou, Lord, art shield unto me, the glory and the lifter of our head. Amen. The song we had tonight, Psalm 3, Proverbs 1 7. The Lord, for the fear of the Lord. And now listen to this. This is important. This is what's happened to our world. This is what's happened to our world. This is why we have people that seem like they're doing very stupid things. This is why people don't have no common sense. Listen to the word of God. The fear of the Lord, the respect and honor and reverence of God, is the beginning of all knowledge. But fools despise wisdom instruction. And we got that going on. That's another sign of the days and times we're living. Proverbs 2 5. Thou shalt, I mean, this, I mean, then shalt thy understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. When you understand the fear of the Lord, then you will, uh, uh, you will get the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 8 13. Proverbs 8 13. Now listen to this. We are to love the people, but as God, we are to hate the sin. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and in the evil way, in the forward mouth, do I hate. That's what the Lord says. Those things he hates, and they will be judged. What's that? Yes, that's pride. Arrogance puffed up. Uh, God in the uh, Diane that God in the Old Testament called his people stiff net. You know what that means? That you will not bow before him. That's what it means. You are so arrogant, you think you've got it made your own self, but you need the Lord. Amen. Stiff net. Amen. Well, praise God. We praise the Lord. He gives them out. That's for sure. Proverbs. 1426, in the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. Praise God. Remember, brothers, this is the Lord told us that this is an oasis. This is a refuge that he has made for his children. Amen. Praise God. Proverbs 1426. Well, it's Proverbs fourteen twenty six. You got it? You're going right back there because you're going to say the next verse. Proverbs fourteen twenty seven. The fear of the Lord, listen to this. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. Hallelujah. Everybody been looking for the fountain of youth or fountain of life? The fountain is Jesus. <laughs> He's the living water. Amen. It's only he only gives life and life abundant, eternal life, only Jesus. Remember what Peter said? When all everybody else, when Jesus had strong words, and all the people started leaving because they didn't understand the spiritual things of what Jesus said, and they thought he was talking about the physical realm. 
because they, they, they weren't in tune. But Jesus looked at his disciples, will you leave me too? And Peter said, where can we go, Lord? You're the only one has the words of life. Amen. Proverbs 15, 16. Here you go, Diane. This is a good word for us. Better is a little with fear of the Lord than treasure and trouble therewith. Amen to that. <laughs> Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Yeah, we're moving into the New Testament, baby. Second Corinthians 7, verse 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us send ourselves all flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. That's the reason you do it. Hebrews twelve twenty eight. Now this is we've had a few of these scriptures come up twice. So God's trying to uh, uh, send a message to somebody tonight. I pray you're listening. Because when the Lord shows it, you know, two or three times, and it is a situation, he wants you to hear it clearly. Hebrews twelve twenty eight. Therefore, we receive in a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Amen. We be humble before the Lord. First Peter. 2.17 1 Peter 2.17 Honor all men Love the brotherhood Fear God Honor the king Tonight A great word from the Lord Jesus It is time to get right Through God I mean get right with God Through him and him only That we are to obey And serve the Lord fervently we are to give him honor, respect, and fear him. Amen. This verse I leave you with. Philippians 12. I mean, Philippians, excuse me. Philippians 2, 12 through 13. So then, in the Amplified. So then, my dear ones, just as you have always obeyed my instructions with enthusiasm, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation is bring into effect, actually pursue spiritual maturity with all inspired fear and trembling, using serious caution and critical self-evaluation to avoid anything that might offend God or to discredit the name of Christ. For it is not your strength but it is God who effectively at work in you both to will and to work that is strengthened, energized, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. Amen. All honor, King Jesus. All honor, King Jesus. All honor. Down at the bottom, baby. The songs, all honor. Amen. Hallelujah. Just enjoy the presence of the Amen. Lord. Amen. Right Worship the Lord, brothers and sisters. Come into Holy his Lord. presence. Hallelujah. Yes, you. Lord. We honor and praise you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. 
Praise God. Amen. Yeah, I think she gave you a copy of it. Uh oh. Try to put it somewhere you don't lose it. It's important. It's very, it, oh yeah, it's very powerful for the time we're living. Okay, you got it? Amen. Did you drink? That's about gone. Here you go. Amen, my Bible, please. Yep. Yes, you can. Amen.
wait on you, Lord. Wait on you, Lord. Hallelujah. We wait on you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. And it's 
fall so far down you can't get up. Well, she has a message from the Lord that says, no, you can't. Hallelujah. We love you, Sister Diane. Thank you for coming by. You have a blessed night. All right. All right. Bye-bye, Diane. Praise the Lord. All right. Amen. Praise God. God's moving, brothers and sisters. He he is touching life still. Amen. Praise God. Uh, If you uh, only know where she was at when we we first started talking to her and sharing about Jesus in uh, in her life and and where she is now, big change. But keep praying for her. Keep praying for her, okay? All right. Uh, My wonderful wife and the daughter of King Jesus. Amen. for the message. A tourist was visiting a famous landmark on the ocean, and he walked out on the pier to see the ocean better. But as he looked over the edge of the pier, he was disturbed by how deep the water seemed to be. As he was thinking about how deep the water must be at the point, he noticed an old man fishing off the pier. And he went over to ask him, if I fell off into the water, would I drown? The old man smiled and said, nah, falling into the water isn't, isn't what drowns people. It's staying under the water that drowns them. The title of this sermon is called, Can You Fall So Far Down You Can't Get Up? Big old question mark. In other words, can you mess up your life so badly that you can't? Undo the damage? The answer to the scripture is yes. You can mess up things so badly you can't undo the damage. And the answer to the scripture is no. Amen. You can't mess up things so badly you can't undo the damage. Sound confusing? The Bible teaches us that you can drown in your own sin. That's true. But it isn't falling into sin that will drown you. It's staying under that will do that. Amen. Let's start with what 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 12 says. Tells us about this. 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 12. Yes. It says that a Certain, it says that certain people perish because they refuse to love the truth and and so be saved. Sends them a strong delusion so that so that they may believe what is false, in order that that all may be condemned who do not believe the truth, who had and have pleasure in unrighteousness. There are certain people who are going to perish because they made a decision that decided to refuse to love the truth. These people really don't want God to tell them what to do. They don't want God to have any real authority in their lives. They want to be the final authority in their lives. God's holy, God's written truth this the bible is the god's written truth if i disagree with god's written word then i have rejected truth and i have embraced a lie 
If I do that, God says, he will send me a strong delusion so that I may believe what is false in order that all may be condemned who do not believe the truth, pleasure, and unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. That's scary. That and that's disturbing. Yep. And somehow it doesn't seem quite fair, but it is fair. God is an equal opportunity employer. If people want the truth, truth God will give them the truth. Amen. But if they don't want the truth, if they refuse to love the truth, God will give them what they want. Amen. They won't fall falsehood. God's going to give them falsehood. If they want, God will give them a lie to deceive them, so that in the final day, when we stand before His throne, there will be no gray area. You either belong to God, or you want will already have been made by you and I. Amen. To our final destination. That is so true. We have an illustration out of out of scripture of a man who made the choice in his life. He was a man who made the choice to embrace falsehood and lie in his life. His name was Judas. His name was Judas Iscariot. His name has been a byword our betrayal. His name has was immortalized by the kiss he used to betray Christ. We call it the Judas kiss. Mm, it speaks it. of treachery, treachery and deceit. Now there are theologians who try to cut Judas a break. They try to paint Judas as a nice guy who was just misunderstood. Years ago, some son, son of you uh, older, older, old, older ones will uh, know this one. There was a musical called Jesus Christ Superstar. And it depicted Judas as actually, get this, a hero who was trying to save Jesus from his, self, his self-destructive ways. According to their story, Judas meant well. But he ended up getting Jesus killed anyway. In their story, Judas was a hero. He was a nice man who just didn't understand what God had in mind. But Judas wasn't a hero. He wasn't a nice man. Judas was not a man you could trust. And in John 12, 3 through 6, it tells us, Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it into onto Jesus' feet and wiped it with her feet and her hair, and wiped his feet with her hair. And Jesus was filled with, the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray his, him, objected. Why wasn't the perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He didn't say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He he was a thief as keeper of the money he he used to help himself to what was in it to put 
that was within him. Judas was a thief and a liar. He followed Jesus for the power and the money he could get. He hung around Jesus because Jesus was a rising and influential rabbi who might even have political political possibilities. Judas was a manipulative self and was not nice. Amen. So true. But wait a minute. Didn't Jesus choose Judas to be one of his closest disciples? Yes, he did. Yes. Did, didn't Jesus spend all night praying before he selected these 12 special men? Yes. yes. So, do you think that Jesus knew that Jesus was going to Judas. to steal from him? Knew that Jesus knew that Judas was going to hit on him. Go ahead. Yes, Jesus knew that. Yeah. So, why did he pick Judas? The explanation is found in John seventeen twelve. For Jesus, for Jesus prayed, while I was with the, the twelve disciples in the world, I kept them in your name, those whom you gave me. I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, and the script that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Who was this son of perdition? Perdition, Judas. He was chosen so the scriptures might be fulfilled. You see, Judas was chosen by God because of the kind of man he was. Judas was a thief. He was a thief before he even betrayed Christ. He was the, he was the kind of man that embezzled from companies because he enjoys it. He wasn't borrowing money to keep himself afloat. He was stealing for the pure pure thrill of it. God have mercy. Jesus chose Judas to feel, fulfill prophecy. That's right. He chose him because of the kind of man. Judas was a nasty man, a self-centered and self-serving man. Mm-hmm. Judas was a kind of guy who would even steal from his friends. Yeah. He was a man who would steal even from Jesus. Amen. It's recorded that he did. Jesus, I mean, excuse me, Judas was chosen because he he had no conscience, because he had no scruples. He was chosen because he was a bad guy. Judas was a classic example of a man who refused to love the truth. He had already decided he didn't want God's truth in his life. He had already decided he didn't want God in control of his life. He already decided his destiny. He was going to go to hell. And since Judas had made this that decision, God decided to use him for his purpose. Excuse me. Since Judas had already made that decision that would send him to hell, God chose him to fulfill a prophecy from the Old Testament a prophecy that said someone was going to betray the Messiah declared even my close friend in whom I trust who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me that's out of Psalms 49 I mean 41 9 
41.9. So let's review. Judas was a bad man. He was a thief and a liar. He was going to hell. And God made use of him to fulfill a prophecy of betrayal. He's the perfect example of a man who fell into sin and stayed there, and he drowned in his sin. It was at this point that I get stuck, and it and it happens sometimes. I'll be making good pro- progress in the message, and all of a sudden, it's like I ran into a wall. I can't seem to get over and around it. I just get stuck. We all do that. And that's where I got stuck. Then I realized what the problem was. Have you ever heard someone say, the preacher seems to be preaching right at me? That's what that's what was bothering me. I could I could picture people worrying that I that I might be talking, being like Judas. And that's actually, and it's actually the folks who are who think such things are the most gentle and humble people around. So let me clarify something right now. I can't think of anyone in this room that reminds me of Judas. You might be fooling me, but there isn't anyone here who I would think of being anything like Judas. But I have met churchgoers who have reminded me of Judas. In fact, over my lifetime, I met preachers who reminded me of Judas. I've met elders and Sunday school teachers and deacons and all sorts of people and all sorts of kinds of roles in the church in the past who are very much like Judas. You see, Judas was a very religious man. He was in church all the time. He'd heard every sermon Jesus ever preached. There's a lot of folks who go to church, who love the church, but not, but not Jesus. And if they, and if I were one of them, I would be afraid, be very afraid. Yes. Now, now let's take this one step further. Judas betrayed Christ. He sold him out for thirty pieces of silver. He was despised by the early church. He was so despised that the Bible repeatedly referred to him as Judas Iscariot, one who was later to betray him. That was John 12.4. And in Matthew, Mark, and Luke gives us a list of the 12 disciples. Guess where Judas is placed in all the lists? Dead last. And And none of the lists are very nice to him. Matthew and Mark both identify him as Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus. And Luke puts it this way, Judas Iscariot, which also was the traitor. Mm. <laughs> Judas was, was not very well liked. He was the betrayer, and he was the traitor. He wasn't a very nice man. Now... How many of you think Judas should have gone to hell for betraying Christ? I think Judas should have gone to hell for betraying Jesus. In fact, I think anyone who betrays Jesus Jesus should go to hell, don't you? 
Jesus does. Jesus said, whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. That's Matthew 10, 33. So anyone who denies or betrays Jesus deserves to go to hell. But then we have Peter. Amen. Didn't Peter betray Jesus? Three times. One time he even curses as he says he doesn't know Jesus. He curses as he says he doesn't know Jesus. This betrayal crushed Peter that he didn't think he'd ever be forgiven for what he'd done. There's so many scholars who believe that he had given up any hope that Christ would ever accept him back and was determined to go back to fishing and turning his back on the whole Jesus thing. Peter was so crushed by what he had done. Believe it or not, Judas was also crushed by his act of betrayal. Matthew 27, 3-5 tells us that when Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. Jesus threw the, Judas threw the money to the temple and left. He went away and hanged himself. Peter was forgiven. Amen. Judas was not. Why is the difference? Amen. The answer could be found in 2 Corinthians 7.10. Amen. Godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. The difference between Peter and Judas was the difference between godly grief and worldly grief. Listen to it to the amplifier, baby. Okay. Everybody listen to it to the amplifier and put it up in the uh, room. Okay. Can you... Yeah, just a second. Is a little bit more perspective. Here it is. For godly sorrow that is in accord with the will of God produces a repentance without regret leading to salvation. But listen to this. But worldly sorrow, the hopeless sorrow of those who do not believe wow. produces death. Wow. Hallelujah to the Lord. You know, brothers and sisters, he is amping up his word these days. He's here. The Amplified Lord is really pushing that lately. Amen. The Holy Spirit is urging the Amplified. Praise God. Judas experienced grief, but it was worldly kind of grief. He was sorry, but he really didn't want to change who he was. Right. He was so used to being self-focused, self-absorbed, that he was never going to change. He could have, but he didn't want to. And so his grief led to his death. He died a tragic and miserable death. He was he was the kind of man who refused to love the truth and so be saved. Now Peter, on the other hand, experienced godly grief. 
he didn't like who he had become. He didn't like what he had done. And he would have given anything to have changed all. So when Jesus offered him forgiveness, Peter hungrily told, held on to him. Repented. He determined that he was never going to be that man again. Thank you, Lord he determined he would never betray Jesus again. And Peter's repentance led to salvation and a life without regret. Amen. He embraced the love and the truth of Jesus and changed his entire life. Amen. Amen. Now, here's, here's the deal. Every Christian messes up. Every Christian betrays Christ at one point or another in their life. Every one of us has failed. Every one of us has sinned. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory. Now, when we first become Christians, God dealt with our sin by having us repent of our sin. And then he asked us to allow ourselves to be burdened in the buried in the waters of baptism to wash away all the guilt and shame of our past. Yes. But then we became Christians and we messed up again and again and again. Did God ask us to get baptized again no. and again every time we sin? No. I think not. If he asked us if we had been we'd had people lined up the bat Ministry, 24 hours, seven days a week. No, no. Once we become Christian, God had a different way for us to deal with the stain of our sins. First John. Amen. First John. He puts it this way. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just. And will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord. We know what all means. All means all. All means all. We confess our sins. We agree with God that we've done is wrong and need to be dealt with. We agree that we have done was hurt has hurt God and needs forgiveness. And the really cool thing about this is that sometimes you can you can't you can't see it in the English translation of the verse. You you see, John tells us in the this in a continuous action. Every time we confess our sin, God forgives us. Have you ever driven through a rainstorm? What do you do when you're driving in the rain? Turn on the windshield wipers, don't you? Do the wipers just make one swipe and stay put? Of course not. These wipers whip back and forth across your windshield wipers, wiping away the water so that you can see the road. So you can keep your windshield wipers on until you don't need them anymore. That's what First John 1 7 is talking about. And share my, the, the Amplified verse. I can't put it all up in the, the, in, the, in the room. I will get it in there. But listen to this, brothers and sisters, again. Uh, it, it, is, it, it says it so clearly. Amplified, John 1 7. But if we 
really walk in the light, that is, life, uh, life each and every day conformity with the precepts of God, as he himself is in the light, we have true, unbroken fellowship with one another. He with us and we with him, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses from all sin by erasing the stain of sin. Now listen to this. Keeps us clean, cleansed from sin at all its forms and manifestations. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord for what he has done. Amen. Praise him. Amen, baby. So every time you confess your sins as a Christian, God's, God's forgiveness sweeps away the guilt and shame from your life over and over uh, as often as necessary. Wait a minute. Do you mean to tell me that it doesn't matter how many times I commit the same sin? God will forgive me of it? That doesn't seem quite right. I mean, won't God know that I'm taking advantage of his mercy and just quit forgiving me after a while? Well, here's the deal. God's mercy is never-ending. As often as you are willing to surrender yourself and humbly confess your sins and ask forgiveness, God promises that he will forgive you. So our sense of guilt is coming back again and again to the throne of God. It doesn't reflect anything on his grace. Instead, it reflects on our weakness. You see... Every person whose sin is faced with a conflict in their mind. Psychologists call it cognitive dissonance. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> it's when what I do conflicts with what I believe. If I believe something is to be sin, then I do what that sin. Now, my belief is in conflict with my action. And something has to change. Either I have to change my mind about what I believe to be sin, or I have to change my action. Amen. This That's conflict, this conflict will continue until one of the two things happens. Often, too often, people change their thinking. Either they comport themselves to themselves with the falsehood that their sin isn't actually sin. Or it isn't as bad a sin as others do. That'd be lies to the devil. Or they convince themselves of the falsehood that their sin is actually just a reflection of who they are. Lies the devil. The action isn't really sin. It's just part of their personality. Or the person may change their thinking about being willing to confess their sins. They convince themselves that God does really doesn't want to forgive them of their sin over and over again. And they're embarrassed to continually approach God's throne of grace. They just give up because they because what they do and what they think are in conflict of what they can can't handle it. So now so how do I deal with this conflict? How do I deal with the fact that sometimes my sins make me feel like a loser and annoyance to God? Well, 
You trust God to help you break the cycle of that sin. You use the tools he has given you to disable sin's power over you. Church, Bible, study, and prayer. How many of you know how to roller skate? Not me very well. When you first learned to skate, did you fall down a lot? Amen. Of course you did. <laughs> would you would you fall down as much now as you did when you first learned how to skate? Probably not. Not as much, no. Have you ever watched professional skaters on TV? Do they ever fall down? Sometimes. Yes. But not nearly as often as you or I would. Amen. In fact, when they fall down, it's usually when they're doing something that would probably kill you or I. Right. <laughs> but why don't why don't they fall down as often as I we do? It's because they spend so much time on skate. For them, skating is a natural and walking as walking because they've spent their entire lives on skates. In the same way, when Christians first start out as believers, they tend to sin more than they they like to admit. (laughs) But the more time they spend in church, being encouraged by other believers, the more time they spend studying their Bibles, and the more time they spend in prayer to God, and the more time their lives begin to change. They they leave the old ways of life and change to the new ways of thinking. And they're more and more driven to live holy and righteous lives. Amen. These people are driven by the love of God's truth and mercy and forgiveness. They trust God and honor his promises, honor him by their lives. That's right. Well, my point of this is it's not falling into sin that drowns us. It's staying in sin Amen. and under the influence right. of our life that drowns us. Amen. It's accepting the lie that God doesn't care for us and won't forgive us when we fail. Right. God believes in you and will work with you to lift you up and out of the out of the power that sin has had over you. Right. He loves you too much to leave you in your sin Amen. because no sinner is ever too far down that God cannot. And will not forgive them of their sins. Praise God. But first, you need to you need to belong to Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, The Lord has told me He wants you to share about the devil's tools. Oh, let me get that in. Sisters, you need to hear this. This is powerful, and you'll understand when you hear about why. Amen. This is something that. Uh, Sister Brenda found that the Lord, <laughs> I mean, it's amazing some of the things God finds from our, our walk with him years ago and, and how powerful they are now. Amen? i got to find it, baby. Okay. Just... You know it most, I'm sure. You can ah. share it. Help her, Lord. Well, why don't you play that song real quick? Amen. All right, brothers and sisters. As we, we shared about this, and really the example of Peter, this is a powerful song from Casting Crowns called This Is Now. The Lord has brought this to me and, and, and Brenda, and it has it broken our hearts. And we're so grateful about the picture it shows of when Peter sees the risen Savior, and you're never the same 
when you see the risen Savior, or when you personally is with or with him or meet him. Amen. This is now. Drop my net. No hesitation, no regret. I followed you, but that was then, and this is now. You washed my feet and you changed my name. I swore I'd never be the same. But just like the tides, I guess people change. Cause that was there in this season now I wish I could go back but I don't know how I remember when I stood my ground I swore I'd never let you down I wanna be that man again But that was there I'm 
Amen. Praise God. There is no sin. <laughs> no sin that I mean, except the one I told you about. The Lord told you about tonight. But of course, that's rejecting Him. But receiving Him, there's nothing you cannot do. Uh, with, I mean, you, nothing you cannot do with Christ. I mean, you can do all things in Christ Jesus. Amen. That's what He's saying tonight. And uh, listen to, uh, we'll listen to some of the strategy in the ways of the devil. And listen to this. Amen. The tools of the devil. Yeah, uh, I got to tell y'all, uh, this was this was start. Uh, Monday morning, this was going to be my service for today. Uh, come Wednesday, uh, it was changed. <laughs> but buddy, buddy agrees that this uh, illustration needs to be given to to y'all. Even though I didn't, I'm not doing. It's the the service was going to be on discourage, oh, being discouraged. But, she needs to share this part, this first part, the Lord says. When, when, we're, when, when our discouragement is turned to encouragement, it, it is because of God, and he gets all the glory. Amen. To modernize a familiar legend, the devil had a garage sale. He marked all his tools with the appropriate price, hatred, envy, lust, deceit, lying, and pride, laid apart from all of the others with a rather harmless-looking but well-worn tool marked such higher than the rest. The buyer pointed to it and asked, What is this tool? The devil replied, It's discouragement. Why is it priced so high? The man asked. Because it is more useful to me than any of the others. I can pry open a man's heart with with that when I can't get near him with the other tools. Once inside, I can make him do whatever I choose. He's badly warned because I used it in almost every on everyone. But few know that it belongs to me. The devil's price was too high, was so high that the tool of discouragement was never sold. Still uses it on God's people. By God's grace, through his word, we can overcome discouragement. Therefore, my beloved brother, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounded in the work of the Lord, Amen. knowing that your toil is not in vain for the Lord. Think about what happens when discouragement gets inside of you, when the devil pries open, because he ain't getting you with lust. He's not getting you with greed. He's not getting you with envy. And strife, he's getting you with dis- in discouragement, mm-hmm. feeling like a failure, feeling right. like you, I sinned again. I right. failed my Lord. I failed my Lord again. I've gone too far. I've gone too far. The I'm Lord, no good. I denied him three times. Discouragement. Instead, this is this, this, instead the Lord says, come to me. You, all your heavy burden, and Amen. I will give you rest. That's right. Amen. So, don't allow the enemy to get in there with discouragement because here it is we've got to know that the Lord is going to put 
that robe on us, the robe of honor. He is he is capable for us, for you, for me, personally. He he has personally signed adoption papers saying that we are his children. I I Brenda am his child. Amen. He says, my beloved child. Thank you, Lord. He personally picked me out and chose me. Amen. So that's what says. Don't allow the the enemy to come in there with and use that seemingly unrecognized discouragement to pry you away from our Amen. Lord. Amen. You know, we can look we can look at it and go, Oh my gosh, I just did I looked at I looked at that good looking guy as he is walking. And <laughs> and, and, and and know that that was that was lust, or we tell us tell a big old fat lie. We know that was another sin. So, but when discouragement comes, you know we say it was my fault instead of the enemy who is trying to separate us. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that that that's why it's so important to um, encourage one another. As Paul says, of course, Jesus, in all that we are to encourage one another and pray for one another and support one another, and we be there for one another. We cannot do this alone. As we know what happened to Thomas, as we know him as Doubting Thomas, because he doubted about the Lord's uh, revelation, oh, excuse me, uh, the, uh, about uh, the resurrection. Turn me off. Amen. Well, you've got prayer declaration. You're not done. <laughs> anyway, uh, you understand that we're supposed to encourage one another. And know this by the word of God. Therefore, there is no condemnation of those who are in Christ Jesus who walk after the Spirit and not the flesh. Amen. I'm not doing prayer decoration. I'm going to do another thing. Amen. Well, you go as the Lord. I'm going to do I'm going to do my power prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Power yeah. prayer for your family and uh, family and your uh Loved ones, brothers and sisters, for each of you, the power, a prayer of power that was inspired by the war room. Amen. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray this prayer in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind, I rebuke, I bring to no effect in all division, discord, disunity, strife, wrath, murder, Criticism, condemnation, pride, envy, jealousy, gossip, slander, evil speaking, complaining, lying, false teaching, false gifts, false manifestations, lying signs and wonders, poverty, fear of lack, fear of spirits, deceiving spirits, religious spirits, hindering spirits, retaliatory spirits, occult spirits, witchcraft spirits, including Jezebel, Delilah, Apollyon the Destroyer, spirits of the Antichrist, and all familiar and yes. territorial spirits. In the name of Jesus. I bind all curses that have been spoken against me. I bless those who curse me. I pray blessings on those who despicably use me. I bind all spoken judgments made against me and judgments I have made against others. I bind the power of negative words from others. I bind and render useless all prayers 
not inspired by the Holy Spirit, whether psychic or so forth, witchcraft or counterfeit puns, they have, they have been prayed against me. I am God's child. Amen. I resist the devil. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I put on the whole armor of God. I take authority over this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Let it be prosperous for me, and let me walk in your love, Lord. And as I'm saying this, y'all, you put y'all pray your name in there. I'm, I'm not just praying this just for me. I'm I'm wanting y'all to repeat this as for you. Amen. Praise God. The Holy Spirit leads and guides me today and fills me with all needs, blessing yeah, and grace. I discern between the righteous and the wicked. I take authority over Satan and all his demons and those people who are influenced by him. Yes. I declare Satan is under my feet and shall remain there all day. Hey, I am the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I am God's property. Satan, you are bound for my family, my mind, my body, my home, my finances. Yes. I confess that I am healed and whole. Hallelujah. I flourish. I am long-lived, stable, durable, incorruptible, fruitful, virtuous, full of peace, patience, and love. Whatsoever I set my hands on to do shall prosper for God supplies all my needs. Amen. I have all authority over Satan, Thank all demons, and beasts Thank of the Lord. field. God, I pray for this for the ministry you have given me. Yes, Anoint Lord. me, God, for all that you have called me to do for you. Yes, Lord. I call forth divine appointments, open doors of opportunity. God ordained, encountered, and ministry positions. I claim a hedge of protection by the precious blood of Jesus around myself, my spouse, and my children throughout this day and night. I ask God, you God, in the name of Jesus, to dispatch angels to surround me, my spouse, my children, and my grandchildren today and every day, and to put them throughout my house and around my car, souls, and body. I call on your holy angels to protect my house from the intrusions and to protect me and my family from any harmful, demonic, or other physical or mental attacks. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Glory to the Lord. Amen. And uh, no, brothers and sisters, let me flip this thing. No that we are flawless, amen, that you are flawless. The Lord calls you flawless by what he has done, by his grace, and by his perfect, pure blood that was poured out. You are flawless. There's got to be more than going back and forth, doing right to doing wrong, because we were taught that's who we are. Come on, get in line. Behind me, you along with everybody, thinking there's worth in what you do. Then, like a hero who takes the stage when we're on the edge of our seat, saying it's too late. Well, let me introduce you to me. No, we 
nigga filthy rich like this Wrap him up in righteousness That's exactly what he I am yours, I am forever yours. 
every promise comes my way When I feel your hands of grace Rest upon me Staying desperate for you, God Staying humble at your feet I will lift these hands and pray I will believe Amen. I remind myself of all that you've done. Amen. In the life I have because of your son.
praise God that we worship him and that we honor him because our God is the great I am. The great I am. Amen. Hallelujah. Worship and honor our majesty. The king of glory. Hallelujah. The sun coming king. Praise the Lord.
bread of life, the great I am. I am the living water, the great I am. I am the resurrection and life, the great I am. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory! Glory! Hallelujah! Glory! Amen! Praise the Lord! What a glorious night this has been in the name of the Lord Jesus, and it continues. Praise God! Now we come into the time of what Jesus told us to do in these end days. And he told us, and the disciples asked him what to do. Teach us how to pray, Lord. Amen? Jesus, the high priest, the great high priest, excuse me. Forgive me. Great high priest, Jesus, the great intercessor for us, that we should intercede for our brothers and sisters. Amen? That we come to the mercy, I mean, the mercy seat, Boldly, amen, boldly, amen, hallelujah, we have prayers already, brothers and sisters, excuse me, let me get a drink, hallelujah, we had a testimony for Diane about her mother, we need to pray for Diane still, amen, and uh, brothers and sisters, we need to pray for one of uh, uh, Sis Brenda's clients, or like one of her daughters, her name is Dana, we need to pray for healing, she has been diagnosed with congestive heart. That's the report of the doctors. But we know who we serve, and we know he's the great healer and the great physician, amen, and that we'll go to him in, in boldness asking for healing and a miracle for Dana. That we pray for Brandon, and that Brandon's asked that he has a toothache, and we are believing for healing for him, and that the Lord Jesus is able to heal toothaches too. He's able to create new teeth if he ha- I mean if he if he so wills does if he wills I mean if he will I mean so will he does. We know that he can do all things. Amen. Now anyone else have some prayer requests? Amen. That's right, sis uh Marietta, keep praying for sis Janet. Uh sis Janet her daughter and the and the baby. The daughter and the baby in her womb. Amen. That's all right. We, we amen. That's true. Praise God. Anybody else? Uh this is the time not to be shy. This is the time that we r- put down the prayer requests and we go before the Lord. Amen. Amen. Remember, he, he enjoys our prayers. I mean, praise God. I mean, <laughs> he, uh, 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 he, 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 amen. He, he, I mean, he honors our prayers. That's the word. Thank you, Lord. He honors our prayers. They're so important. It is, you know, it's communicating with God. It, it, it's sharing, Lord, we need you. Amen. Uh, pray for Roger Weston and Warren, and he continues working in her life. And I know he is. I know he is, uh, Sis Marietta. I know he's working in her life. We know it. Spirit is very busy these days. What's impossible for man is not impossible for God. Amen. Amen. We know. And to, to, uh, to, to save them and deliver them. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, sister. We understand. All our lost loved ones, we're praying for them. Amen. We're 
praying for the ones who, who turned back on the Lord or walked away from the Lord at this time and pray that they come back, the lukewarm ones. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Anybody else? Any more prayer requests? Amen. Praise God. This is the time to pray. It's time to get with the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Shalom there, Weston. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. We're glad you're here, Weston. We're glad you're listening. Well, look at there. Shalom there, Brother Allen. Hadn't seen you in a while. Well, bless you, brother. Amen. Bless you, brother. We ain't seen you in a while. Praise God. Glad you made it. Hallelujah. I understand. Yeah, I know you told us that you had the job. I forgot you know, we forgot, uh, that he has a job that he has a rough, I mean, uh, uh, he's working some now. So, amen. Yeah, we still love you, Brother Allen. That's right. Okay, we need to pray for heaven-bound, prepare for her marriage and son's marriage. Amen. Amen. We uh, we know what the enemy's doing, but we know the report of our Lord. Amen. Uh, heaven-bound, let me write it down. Uh, heaven-bound for me. Marriage. And your uh in your son's marriage. Amen. As the Lord leads. Amen. For sure. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We understand. We understand. Amen. That's good, brother. I'm glad. That's what God remember we prayed. Give you boldness to witness. Hallelujah. He's gonna use you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. That's good. That's good, Sister Maria. Praise God. Well, that's fine. Amen. That's good. That's good. I mean, uh, we're we're hearing good reports about what he's doing in some of our uh, children's uh, um, uh, lives too, and, and and grandchildren. Amen. That's right. We pray for uh, Minister Paul and Siskel and for the outreach at uh, Arizona. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And I would tell each one of you again that we have a new place inspired by the movie the war room that minister paul has been moved by the lord by the spirit of god to open a war room for prayer and for fellowship and praise and the lord has been answering prayers miracles are happening and there's such anointing and peace in that room it is called the war room 777 at tinychat.com or it's tinychat.com slash the war room 777 and it, it's it's awesome amen praise god sis Marriott. I, I i i like i said i invite all of you it's a place for god's people to come and pray and be prayed for and the lord is doing mighty things there amen and me and sis brenda are in there some amen amen yes Yes, and you can put up uh uh you can put up uh uh um uh, uh, no. Oh, okay. Hey man, it'd be the monitors when they're in there they can put up uh praise music. So it, it's still uh hopefully, you know, uh one of us is there uh sometimes when we're available to uh, do that as the Lord has led us to help uh minister Paul there. And uh that we try to do that and try to be there when you know, we're off in time and it's awesome. We've had tremendous stuff. 
Amen, brother. But Amen. That's right, brother. That's good. Yes, we'll pray for that. Okay. Okay. Amen. He can do that. He did that with me and uh, Sister Brenda for sure. Said at Jesus' feet. Amen. That's very important these days that we seek his face and set his feet. Amen, brothers and sisters. Well, let's go to the, the Lord in prayer. Um, amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We humble ourselves before the Lord. Lord Jesus, we come before you in your mighty name. Father, we pray. We pray, Lord. We calling out to you. We cry out to you, Lord. We need you in such a time as this. Father, I, I pray in the name of Jesus for our neighbor, uh, Diane. You had a purpose that led her up here. And Lord, she got and she shared a great testimony to encourage the brethren and to encourage that Jesus can heal. That Jesus is the great physician, and the best kind of care is Jesus' care. And that we trust you, Lord, over anything of man of this or this world. Father, we just thank you and praise you. I pray that you help Diane overcome what she's dealing with in the name of Jesus. And we rebuke you, Satan, away trying to uh, uh, to uh, uh, manipulated her and tried to mess with her or a scheme or deception in the name of Jesus. And that we plead the, and we apply the blood of Jesus over Diane in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for Dana, sweet Dana. Father, we pray that you would watch over and protect her. Father, we pray for healing. The ones who create, I mean you, Lord, the one who have created us that you can create in her a new heart. And, Lord, that you can heal her. And, Lord, that you can open her lungs and dry up this water that fills up lungs and congestive heart failure in the name of Jesus. And I pray you would watch over and protect her and give her peace. And let her be a miracle before these doctors and nurses in the name of Jesus. And comfort her and her mother and family in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we pray for Brandon. We pray in the name of Jesus. And we command that tooth to be healed in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, that you bring healing and that you're able. And that, Lord, you would take away this toothache in Brandon. And you would help him, Father. You would help him make time for you. That, Lord, he will be like Mary, sitting at your feet, wanting to hear you, Lord. And to be with you and spend time with you, Lord. Help him overcome anything that distracts him and misleads him, Lord. Father, this helping overcome anything of the internet. I know what he's going through. We have been there. And we know, Lord, that we have to fast from certain things that's not food and food and water. It's sometimes it is computers and computer games or whatever else is on the internet. Help us, Lord. Let us have the eyes, the right eyes, that we would follow you and not be uh, deceived or misled or misguided by the things of this world. Father, we help. We pray for Brandon and all of us, Lord, all of us. That should be our prayer. Lord, we pray for Sis Janet, and we pray for her daughter, and we pray, Lord, for the baby in the womb that you have created. And, Lord, that we we rebuke the devourer. We de rebuke the enemy of trying to kill us, steal, and destroy. We pray for healing. We pray for life in this child in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, that you are the resurrection and life. 
And, Lord, that you can bring life and bring life into his lungs, that you will give comfort and strength and boldness for Sister Janet and her daughter, and that it will be a mighty miracle in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Roger, Weston, and Warren. We're, we're glad to hear the report from Sister uh, Marietta as they're listening or reading their Bibles. Praise God what you've been doing in the life of our lost loved ones. Praise God that we will trust you and that you're able to do what you have said, Lord, and that you intervene in their lives, and the Spirit won't let them go, but he keeps a hold of them, that they will come to Christ. The Lord, you want us to come home. You want all you created ones to come home, all your children that you made, all that you created. You wouldn't have any of them not perish. You'd all have them come home. You don't want them in hell, oh Lord. Lord, I pray for heaven bound for me. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless her and that you would strengthen her. You would strengthen her marriage, Lord. That you would strengthen her between her uh, uh, herself and her husband in the name of Jesus, that you are to be the center of that marriage. Lord, that they are to have a love and a passion for you even more than for, their, for each other that will strengthen their love for each other. Father, I pray for her son's marriage, and I pray against the spirit of religion and against lukewarmness, Lord. You do not, I mean, you don't want to be spit out of the Lord's mouth. I pray that you would make them hot. You catch them on fire, Lord, by your spirit. I pray that you would bring reconciliation and healing in these marriages. And, Lord, that you're able to keep them together in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for Minister Paul. Lord, we pray for Minister Paul and Sis Gale and for the outreach that's coming. We pray, Father, you watch over and strengthen our brother and his wife, Sis Gale. Lift them up, strengthen them, and guide them in the name of Jesus, Father. I pray for the anointing to keep flowing. I pray you watch over and protect them and guide them by your Holy Spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we pray for the nation of Israel. We pray for Jerusalem, and we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and Israel. We pray for the Jewish people to come to Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, their Messiah. The Messiah has come. Let him receive him in humbleness, in repentance, as all of us have to. Lord, we thank you for this night. We praise you for this night. Father, I pray for each brother and sister here in the chat room and all that are listening by phone in whichever way you have, Lord. I pray you bless them. I pray you strengthen them. I pray you lift them up and guide them. I pray, Lord, that we understand about loving you and serving you and observing and that you preserve us, Lord. Hallelujah. The ones that fear you, you bless and you watch over and protect. Lord, that you will lift up and strengthen that we're able to stand in such an evil day in the days that we live, that we're able to overcome for you are the great overcomer. Lord, we just praise you, and we pray for blessing in the anointing of the Holy Spirit on each of our brothers and sisters here in the chat room and on the phone in the name of Jesus. I pray for the anointing and the Spirit to come on Brother Allen, on Brother Brandon, on heaven, on sis heaven bound for me, for sis Marietta, for Brother Gawadi Shawada, for uh, Brother Allen, I mean for Al, and uh, sis Leticia, for sis Crystal, Lord. In phone number 347-530, I pray for each one of them, Lord, 
I pray that the anointing and you will just bless them and strengthen them and know who they are in Christ. And Lord, we just give you all the glory and praise. And we thank you and give you all the glory and praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And know, brothers and sisters, and know this well. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Even so come. Amen. Be about the Father's business, but we are supposed to pray like John said. Even so come, Lord Jesus, come quickly.
Jesus comes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is Christmas in a message. Well, bless each one of you, brothers and sisters. Uh, uh, like I said, I am going to the uh, uh, war room after the service. And I just pray, you know, the Lord just blesses each one of you and watch over you. You're all welcome uh, for a little while. But uh, it, we will. Amen. We'll pray for us. Remember, Sister Crystal, brothers and sisters, and pray for her family. They, uh, they would come to Christ. That we, we, we need to pray for all our family members. And it is such a serious thing after hearing the message from the Lord that the, the time is short. The time is short. But bless each one of you. Thank you for all coming. Praise the name of the Lord. I pray that the Lord will bless you and his face will shine upon you, that he will lift you up and strengthen you. I know he will. He'll watch over and protect you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. You serve a wonderful Lord and God. Amen. Well, bless each one of you, and we say uh, good night from the Lord's hour, and we'll be moving over to the war room. You want to come into praise and, uh, and prayer and fellowship, but praise God. Bless each one of you. We love you, and all of you have a wonderful night. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God, brother. The Lord can deliver you. I know he can. He delivered us. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's able, brother. He's able. Amen. Bless each one of you. Hallelujah. All right. Shalom each one of you. Good night.